You're listening to Code Switch from NPR. I'm Shireen Marisol Meraji. We've had a run of heavy stories on the podcast. And with all this pandemic anxiety swirling around, we thought you might need some music to take your mind off things. That's Flor de Toloache. They're a Latin Grammy-winning mariachi band based in New York City. They're an all-women mariachi band, which is dope. And coincidentally, it's Women's History Month. And these women are definitely making history by bucking tradition and playing a style of music that's usually played by men. And there are women in the crew from all different backgrounds playing traditional Mexican music that some of them didn't even grow up listening to. Their latest album is called Indestructible, and it's an honor to introduce you to the women from Flor de Toloache. My name is Shea Fiol, and I play vihuela and sing. I'm Julie Acosta. I play trumpet, and I sing backgrounds. My name is Mireya Ramos, and I play violin, and I sing... My dad, he was a mariachi singer. He used to perform in Puerto Rico, and he used to take me with him. So that was my first experience with mariachi, and I just fell in love with it. Throughout my whole experience of performing mariachi in New York, I was one of the only female mariachi performers. I did encounter some cultural clashes and also some machismo, and I had to deal with that on my own. And because of that, I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should start an old female mariachi. The first person I thought of was Shay Fiol. I called her up and I was like, hey, do you want to form this project on all female mariachi? And she said, yes. I had met Mireya early on, and I really hadn't been exposed to mariachi very much, so I had to make myself a playlist. <laughs> I started falling in love with mariachi. I started playing mariachi when I joined Flor de Toloache. I had heard mariachi growing up, and of course, once I started playing the trumpet, it caught my attention even more. A lot of us in New York of a Dominican background, we weren't raised around the music because it's very much a cultural thing. In our band, that's pretty much the situation, except for Mireya, who grew up around it with her dad. Mariachi is Mexican, but it's also world music, so people connect to it. Mariachi is also a very important part and totally linked to the culture in that it's used in celebrations, in 
birthdays and quinceañeras and weddings. You can't really have a party without a mariachi. Well, it's also community. It's passed on by a community member or a family member. That's how the tradition is passed on originally. We named our band Flor de Toloache. It's a very sacred and ancient flower. The flower itself has magical properties and people use it in Mexico for love potions. So we thought it was perfect for us. We're unique in what we do, not because we're an all-female mariachi necessarily, but we also do fusion. We push the boundaries of mariachi and do mariachi with our own touch. And so it really opens the doors for us to do a lot of cool cultural stuff. the closing doors, please. We started playing the subway because we wanted to get our name out there. And sometimes cops would come and <laughs> tell us to move away because we would draw a lot of attention. The subway was also a really awesome way for us to learn the massive repertoire that we had to learn. And that was a great way for us to try it out. We had an audience. We got tips. You know, we just would invite all the girls that were willing to try out. It was amazing. We played there for a few years and we gained a lot of exposure. We even got our first break, Proto Loache, on the Daily News. And then from that came New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and all the main media coverage. Because we were an all-women group, we were under a microscope. I think people were hypercritical of us. And a lot of times we'd show up at gigs and guys would kind of treating us a certain way because they didn't think we knew what we were doing. Or we'd get to a studio session and little did people know we had already been performing and recording for 15 years. Everywhere we walked in it was like we were there for the first time. I just know, for obviously in years of experience, that that's not the way that men are treated as musicians. They're treated like professionals, and that's been hard now because some people know us and they invite us to these performances in the studios. They know that we're professionals, but even still it happens. You know, we walk into a place and I can tell already <laughs> that they think we're not good enough, we're not, we shouldn't be there, we're not in our place. You know, there's a place for us. It's not on stage.
This album was special because we got to work really together as a band. We just put everything out there, all the ways we had wanted to express ourselves musically, but just now it felt right. This is a true, true sound of Flor de Toloache now. One day I was listening to Quisiera. Quisiera ser el canto que te anima. Of the three of us sitting here, I'm the only non-Dominican. <laughs> <laughs> but I was introduced to his music just like Mariachi later on. And I loved the lyrics. Quisiera ser el sueño de I was like, well, I'll simplify it and do it in a reggae style. <laughs> I did a garage band recording of it like eight years ago, and it's been sitting around, I think because it was definitely kind of most out there in terms of fusion that maybe we had approached yet and we weren't quite ready for that, I don't think. We started talking a little bit about adding a male vocalist, and some names came up, and John Legend was one of them. But we were like, oh, he, would he do it? <laughs> yeah. Will he sing in Spanish? We were like, let's just ask the worst thing that can happen, and he says no. He was down to do it in Spanish, although we had some English lyrics. He recorded both versions, and actually, we have an English version coming out soon. We all were jumping up and down and crying and had chills all over our bodies. It came out so beautiful. Remembering, it was a long process yeah. recording the album because we had babies in tow. Tour life and family life is definitely a juggling act. Being a parent is hard. It's it's just, a, you know, a different twist on it. The first thing I thought of was just how cool it was to have our babies there. It's probably more likely in an all-women band that we would be this welcome and exciting to be bringing your kid on the road with you. Amongst each other, we formed such a strong sisterhood. To see how we all help each other, you know, through it and through touring with our babies has been quite special. I never envisioned what that would look like. You just don't do it until you have to. Don't try and envision it. Just do it. <laughs> Having pushed along this path, as so many women do... It's not easy. There's always met with resistance from the outside world, from within yourself, from your confidence. It takes a lot of inner dialogue to get you through. We all need to hear these positive things and remind ourselves how powerful we are. Oh, 
Women are indestructible. <laughs> And that lovely respite from pandemic chaos was brought to us by our familia over at Latino USA. Once again, the band is Flor de Toloache. Their album is called Indestructible. And after the break, they're going to play the song giving us life. The entire song, which rarely happens. So stay with us. Support for NPR and the following message come from Third Love, working to create bras and underwear that are comfortable for all women. Co-founder and CEO Heidi Zack explains why it was important to have real women as their models. Women come in all shapes and sizes, and we really wanted to illustrate that through the imagery that we use um, and through the way we even talk about women's bodies. Third Love is meant to be a brand that all women can see themselves being a part of. To find your perfect fit and get 15% off your first order, go to thirdlove.com switch. Support for NPR and the following message come from our sponsor, Target. Entrepreneur Ray Phillips reflects on the mentorship and friendship he's received from Target supplier diversity lead Mike Alexander. It was awesome to have a person like Michael to have him help us on our journey with growing our relationship with Target. And every step of the way, he's just been instrumental in our growth and understanding the process. And it's just been an awesome relationship from the beginning. Learn more about how Target supports diverse entrepreneurs at Target.com slash Founders We Love. How do we reinvent ourselves? And what's the secret to living longer? I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers to seek a deeper understanding of the world and to figure out new ways to think and create. Listen now. The song giving us life this week is Ay Tiempos from Flor de Toloache's new album, Indestructible. And you're listening to a live recording from the Live from Latino USA series. Las cosas más Vienen y se irán sí. 
This episode was produced by Latino USA's Jeannie Montalvo and edited by Fernanda Camarena. And we're going to need all the things to listen to while we're stuck in the house. So if you haven't already done this, now is the perfect time to subscribe to Latino USA. I promise you're not going to regret it. And I'm assuming you're already subscribed to Code Switch. But if you're not, please do that, too. Next week on the show, we're going to talk with Terry McMillan about sex after 60 and about her new novel. It's not all downhill from here. She tells us she is tired of hearing things like this. Terry, you know, you're not old. Shut up. I am old, but I don't care. That's next week on the show. I'm Shireen Marisol Meraji. Wash your hands. Don't be racist. Take really good care of yourself and your loved ones. Peace. This week on NPR's Invisibilia, we take you to a summer program for teenagers with sleepovers, marshmallows, and racial confrontation. I want you to all line up by skin tone, lightest to darkest. That's up next on NPR's Invisibilia.